Hello, everybody. Hi, my name is Rajiv, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Carly, and my pronouns are she, her. And welcome to the Queer Sober Social Podcast. We're a chill social group of LGBTQIA folks who want to do more with their lives than just drinking. Whether you identify as in recovery, sober curious, or just wanted to be sober while you're listening in, we're happy that you're here. And with that, let's get started. Alrighty. Well, welcome to 2021, dear listeners and viewers. Happy New Year. We made it. <laughs> uh, I think it's been uh, an interesting start to the year, but you know, uh, 2020 was a year that kept on going. I feel like this is just 2020 kind of spilling over into 2021 and it'll be over soon and we'll be right into actual 2021 shortly enough. I love um, that. Just <laughs> <laughs> just like how you don't have to really have uh, New Year's resolutions that start on Jan 1st, you don't have to have 2021 or 2020 end on January 1st and you don't really have to talk about New Year's resolutions on the 1st either. So here we are on the 6th or 9th actually, that's upside down. <laughs> on the 9th, um, talking about New Year's resolutions. Yes. What day is it? What month is it? Who knows? It really does feel like 2020 part two instead of a 2021. I did have hope for like a slight second um, this year, but you know, nine days in and I saw a meme that said, I've tried the seven day trial period of 2021 and I would <laughs> not like to renew my subscription. I would like to cancel. I would not like to partake in the rest of this year based off what we've had granted to us so far in this free trial. So <laughs> if you're there with us, we're right there with you. I just want to say too, we've had a, a tough first week, but you don't have to listen to those j dry January is canceled memes. I'm seeing those all over the internet. It's not canceled. And I just want you to know that there will always be bumps in the road, no matter what time of the year that you're trying sobriety out and if you did dry january up into a certain point so far of these nine days i'm proud of you keep going it's so worth it and i just want to you know dive into a little statistic here that those who try out dry january are 72 percent more mindful about their drinking habits for the first six months of the year according to medical news today so that is a huge number of people because just once you start trying it you have your eyes open to all the benefits of being sober and it really trickles through the rest of your year so january we'll talk a lot today there's a lot of turning points but at the same time you got to do what works for you what do you think rajiv Absolutely. Uh, whether you have sort of a bumpy road, maybe you made it sobered through Wednesday. I mean, I wouldn't blame you. But at the same time, like, just know that you can continue to try afterwards as well. Um, and, and one of the ways that might be helpful is actually taking a look and getting an accountable buddy. So somebody that's helpful to keep you accountable to whatever you might be trying to do. So Dry January is pretty popular, um, especially since this is a queer sober social podcast. <laughs> Um, but there's other things that you might be wanting to do that you still might need some help from one of your friends or somebody else to just make sure that you're doing that. So gyms are a really common thing, uh, like working out or eating right or eating differently or whatever that may be. If you have somebody else to support you, that can just make, you, make it that much easier to keep up with it the entire year. 
Absolutely. As well as just diving headfirst into all the really fun non-alcoholic things that are out there today, whether that's making mocktails or finding sober communities or reading quit lit, as it's called now, which is uh, quit literature, which is just sobriety memoirs, books about sobriety, podcasts about sobriety, which obviously you're doing right now. So good job. Hey, (laughs) there is an entire world out there for sober people. So much more so now the conversation is way bigger than it ever was in the past, especially with the pandemic and all of us being at home and more mindful of our habits. So dry January this year is kind of a big deal. So if you're just even here listening to us, if you're interested in it, if you're trying it, like that's a huge, huge deal. Like I just said, you're going to be more mindful about your drinking for the rest of 2021 just because of what you're doing for yourself right now. So that's really exciting. I think that's really important as well to notice that like you just setting the intention is really important. Um, And just your goal doesn't have to be super lofty. Like you don't have to be like, I'm quitting alcohol forever, like just a dry January or just a dry like first week of January, whatever that may be, great. Um, If your goal is just basic life functioning, 100% valid. Um, If your life goal or goal for 2021 is to take over the world, 100% valid. A little scary, but 100% valid. Uh, So really, it doesn't really matter what your goal is, just as long as you're being very intentional about it and actually thinking about it before you go ahead and dive right in. Totally. And kind of what we were saying, so January 1st, it's just another day. It's another day. And if you need it to be a fresh slate, it can be a fresh slate. But it's also an accumulation of every single thing that you've done that has gotten you to this point. So just really putting in in perspective, it doesn't mean that you're just going to wake up and everything's going to be different. A magic wand did not wave overnight while you you were in your sleep. So it really, what we'll talk about now is kind of setting whether you set resolutions, whether you set intentions or mantras, um, it's a fresh day. It's just a day. It doesn't need to have any more weight than that because putting the pressure on this January 1st has to be like the day that I become a different person. That is where most people start to fail because it's not realistic. It's not realistic to change every part of our lives overnight. So just starting small and just being realistic of, okay, even if I don't have the perfect day on January 1st, there's still January 2nd. And then there's still every other day of 2021 too. So, you know, just taking that pressure off and just thinking, okay, it's just another day. It's another 24 hours that I can do. I think one thing that makes that a little bit easier, especially with some of the small steps, is if you can try building habits as a result of some of the small steps that you're taking. Um, One quote that we found useful was, whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. And so in a lot of ways, like not saying something is a choice in some instances. Not deciding to change something is a choice to continue doing what you have been doing. Um, And whatever that may be, uh, small steps of just thinking about what you're doing. actually implementing something small on a daily basis or weekly basis, monthly basis, whatever that may be, um, those sorts of things start snowballing. And then you start getting into more of a habit. And through that habit, it doesn't become quite as, you know, soul sucking day by day (laughs) for whatever it is that you're trying to change, especially if it's really hard. I think another thing that helps with the whole January mindset is taking ownership and knowing that you are the only person that's in charge of your health and your happiness, and nobody is coming to save you. Spoiler alert, <laughs> you are the hero of this year. You're the hero of your own story. You have the, the willpower, the tools, the ability to make your goals happen. So just making sure that you own 
the control that you have over that, your power, you're harnessing it and you're using it towards the place that you want to go. For sure. And one of the ways that you can take ownership is actually starting to create your own boundaries with people or like setting up where no boundaries make sense. Um, especially if something like one of your goals feels a little too constricting, like just exactly where you draw the line is up to you. Um, and so whether you have boundaries with other people that you may not, you're, that you're trying to maybe create some distance from or like try to be independent from, that's really important. Or if you're trying to like reduce boundaries with something else that you might be uh, between like different parts of your lives, like that may be useful. So all those sorts of things are things that you have to be intentional about and thinking about um, and that you own as an individual. Um, that's something that also helps you as just somebody that might try to be more positive is like, where are you actually thinking about where you're spending your time and with whom? Absolutely. So if resolutions don't necessarily speak to you, what about intentions? Just making more broad statements of this year, I intend to blink and just you know, letting your mind wander and see whatever comes up for you, whether it's I intend to say yes more or I intend to be more social. Um, those are more generalized goals as opposed to resolutions of like, I must do this thing. And then it's like very obvious if you're not doing that thing. And intention is more of a overarching umbrella term where you can just make small actions that are going towards the intention. So it's not as clear cut. So it's not necessarily as constricting or constri constraining as a goal. I think one thing that we I want to make sure that we touch on this year is, especially since it's the continuation of 2020, so you know things are still hard for a lot of people, as you're continuing to make your own intentions or resolutions or creating your own mantras or whatever that may be to like support you this year, uh, one thing that might be useful is to donate some time or money to maybe help other people also get there. Um, and so whatever that may look like for you, whatever sorts of organizations that you want to support or be uh, associated with, um, they probably need the time, they probably need the money. And so if you happen to have something extra, um, maybe that's one of your intentions is to maybe donate some of that extra time or money um, to be able to like help somebody else be able to get to their goals for this year. I love that. I love that mindset. Another thing that you could do in terms of, instead of resolutions, honestly, is go inward and do some reflecting. I tend to get really nostalgic at the end of the year because it's pretty easy to remember where you were the year before to kind of put yourself in that headspace. So it kind of gives you this like check mark of where was I last year? How did I do? Um, but at the same time, just thinking about how you want this next year to go differently or conversations that you didn't get to have that you would like to have this year and just really taking stock and replaying key moments of the past year in your mind and thinking, okay, if this didn't go exactly according to plan, how would I want to do this differently? And how can I take that energy and me practicing in my mind what I want the outcome to be and how can I translate that into this upcoming year? So really taking that moment to journal, to whatever it is, to meditate on certain moments or memories or just think about the last year in general. And you know what? This whole new year is a chance to edit and to improve upon the relationships that you have, the hard conversations that maybe didn't happen in the year before because we did have a hard year in 2020. But 2021 is full of hope and you can definitely use the reflections and the little check-in that you do with yourself about how the past year went to improve the coming year. 
I think that that's a really important point because a lot of people did use 2020 to go inward. Um, now it's time to action, perhaps, um, or you can continue continue looking inward. And either of those options are completely valid. Um, but like, as you're doing some more of that reflection, or as you're starting to now switch, like do that check-in of what you did last year, or things that you've been trying to do for the past year, um, perhaps January in this time frame or 2021 is the right time to actually do it. Um, whatever that may be, again, because it's up to you. Like whatever your goal may be, how simple or complicated it might be, that's that's really a useful thing. For example, uh, one thing that we might suggest is to find your community this year. For example, you may join a certain queer and sober organization <laughs> or come listen to us on a more regular basis or share us with your friends. Obviously, you can, you can join us in, if you are um, watching this live, uh, you can definitely join us in chat. Um, and even if you're, not, if you're just listening to this after the fact, after we've recorded this, you can send us a voice message. And those are ways that you can actually come be a part of our community that we're continuing to try to grow in a more immediate fashion. Uh, you can maybe even just start try talking to your neighbors more or like getting to know some people that are nearby. Create a little bit of a network for yourself. Um, most people probably, in cities at least, live in apartments or, or places like that where there, you have some neighbors that are a lot closer than like single family homes and stuff like that. So you could probably very easily get to know people. Yes, and if 2020 has taught us anything, it is you need to find some people that are close to you that could come help you out in a pinch. So <laughs> what better way to start with the people that are closest to you in proximity? Another thing that I want to bring into 2021 is just the thought of self-love and how that looks for you or what that feels like for you and how you can continue to cultivate love for yourself. Or if you haven't really thought about what that means to how to start how to start to love yourself. And some questions that help with that are just thinking about how would you act if you already loved yourself? Or how would you treat someone that was a close friend of yours? And how does that differ from the way that you're treating yourself or the way that you talk to yourself in your head? So just really, again, going inward, just starting with this foundation of self-love. And I think when you do love yourself, you realize that you don't need an escape. And that can kind of circle back to creating a strong foundation for sobriety back to your dry January. If you loved yourself, you probably wouldn't poison yourself with alcohol. So just a thought, um, something to ponder for sure. And there's no shame at all if you have realized through 2020 that your mental health is not in the same spot as it was when we started last year. And if you need to seek out resources or help for your mental health, this is the year to do it. There is no time to waste investing in yourself, investing in your self-love, investing in what feels good to you. Like now is the time. There's only You only have one you. You only have one mind, one body, one soul. Why not do the things now? Why put it off? There is no need to wait till next year, till next dry January. Like let's start to do some things now that feel really, really good and authentic to you. I think that also applies if you're um, starting to figure out your own queer identity as well. Like if you are still figuring it out, like that's the, all the same stuff still applies. Like how would you continue to like love yourself and figure out like just whatever your identity may be, whether that's changing or you're just coming to terms with it, how would you act if you just accepted what that was? Um, how would you treat yourself if somebody else might be like coming out to you or trying to figure out their own sexual or gender identity or whatever that may be? 
um, how, would, how might you be able to like support them in that endeavor as well? I love that. I think another thing to also consider is like a lot of people tend to use this time to, uh, to like come up with or create or like um, find. Uh, uh, I, I say it as mantra <laughs> because <laughs> it comes from, it comes from an, uh, a Sanskrit word, uh, two Sanskrit words that get combined. Um, the word mantra or mantra, whatever, however you say it, um, is, is a combination of two different words. One that means mana, which means the mind, and then trayate, which means to deliver. So the word mantra actually, if you translate it from Sanskrit, is something that means to deliver the mind. And so this idea of creating or finding or like latching onto a mantra is just another way of you helping out like what's going on up here. Because it, it, it may not look the way that you think. Um, you may not be paying attention to uh, some of this stuff on a daily basis, but that mantra helps you remind you of that or it helps you like it, it continues to grow and gain power basically the more that you continue to use it um, and so that's something that I think that some people find very useful so that's kind of like a little bit different than a resolution which is more like you check the box set it at the beginning of the year and <laughs> most of people don't remember um, it's a little bit more specific than an intention uh, but maybe another tool that might be useful for you for 2021 as you're kind of thinking about what we need to be doing or what you need to be doing specifically Yes, I love that. I love mantra. I love thinking about what you want a theme for 2021 to be, what you're like having a word or a phrase, what you were saying, Rajiv, like just holding on to that and then having that kind of guide your subconscious in the kind of goals that you end up achieving just because you have this word or phrase in the back of your mind and it's something to hold on to throughout the year. And you can even do a journaling activity with that and thinking about Hey, it's the big it's January of 2021. Here's the word that is speaking to me. And then at the end of the year, thinking about journaling again and being like, here's all the ways that this word has woven into the actions that I took this year and what I achieved. So it's really exciting. It's really fun to think of a word and to brainstorm words. So that can be a fun activity as well to get your creativity going for this year. If you are thinking more specific resolution-wise or goal-wise, and you really want to start to stick to it this time. You kind of got, you know, comfortable in 2020. I know if all you did in 2020 was survive, that's enough. That's definitely way more than enough. And if you did it sober, my hat is off to you because that was not easy. And if you're starting here with us in dry January, that's an amazing goal to have as well. But how to stick to your goals, let's say the best way to start is to start small obviously like I said before you're not gonna just wave a magic wand and have everything change overnight it starts with teeny tiny little steps of going in the right direction towards your goal and eventually you will get there because the time will pass the time will continue to go it just is a matter of what little tiny baby steps you start taking towards your goal and just moving in reasonable measurement like things that are reasonable for you also being realistic, you know, just checking in with yourself, with where you're at and making sure your goal is in alignment with being realistic to achieve, whether that's this month and dry January or this year. If you have a big giant goal, you got to You got to cut that up into smaller pieces, like I just said, so that you can do the staircase to get there and making sure that your goals are able to be measurable. If that speaks to you, if you want to do something specific, just, you know, get super specific about it write it down make it uh, make it known so that you can see the measurable progress being made over time 
And like Rajiv said earlier, if you need a positive buddy in your life that keeps you accountable or if you need a positive community go out there and find it you know if you always fall off the wagon because you don't have people in your corner go put the people in your corner it's already such a big step that you can see where your downfall is so pad yourself up make yourself you know in a good spot so that you can succeed this year just going back and reflecting again maybe what went what went off the rails last year when you tried to stick with your resolutions and how can you kind of prevent that from happening again this year you know you got to outsmart yourself you got to work smarter not harder and then at the end of the day if you fall off the wagon uh if you aren't really making it through if it's February and you know you're not exactly where you wanted to be you know what it just it's been a month that's it all you have to do is forgive yourself and if you want to get back on the horse get back on the horse and start over and just keep going because like progress is not linear as long as you have that goal and you know that's where you want to get to just keep trying that's all you got to do keep trying and forgive yourself when you slip and get back right on that horse and you know if your crown slips make sure you put it right back where it belongs i think that that's a a wonderful image to have because whoever you are like again because you are the hero of your own story you deserve that crown and no matter where that crown ends up falling or slipping or sitting by the end of the year like it's still your crown so just put it back up um i think one other piece of this that we should probably talk about is just the fact that 2020 was so rough that if 2021 continues to be like a good year, like a very positive, hopeful year, get the rest you need (laughs) because 2020 was exhausting. Um, Whether that be the mental rest that you need because you're not necessarily thinking about, for example, politics in the US every single day, um, or you're not necessarily thinking about, um, well, For now, we still have to think about it, but eventually later in 2021, thinking about things like the pandemic or thinking about your own health and safety or the health and safety of others, um, that's that's something that might just create a little bit more space for you within your own head to be able to do the stuff that Carly was saying, starting with your small goals and, and being realistic and measurable. All those things take a little bit of energy. And so if you aren't like really recharged enough to be able to do that stuff, that might just feel that much harder. So don't forget to also make sure that you're taking some rest, whether that be mental or otherwise. For example, last year, I think people were just working a ton more in many cases. Um, Companies that moved remote, if you have a job and you happen to work like an office type of job, people tended to move remote, but the hours tended to increase. If you're working more of like an in-person retailer or construction or something like that type of job, like those things also increased. So those things can also just sap your physical energy as well. So don't forget to just, you know, chill out a little bit and just recharge those physical batteries as well. And of course, all that kind of ties together, um, both mental and physical, to talk about just your emotional health and your emotional energy. 2020 was a lot of just like, it was just heavy, a very heavy year. And so um, in addition to just like mental capacity to be able to fathom the fact that we shut down the world, um, I think just emotionally, it's just really, really trying to just see so much change and happen over the course of an entire year. So make sure to also take some rest and get yourself some space to be able to get yourself emotionally ready again um, for an entire year. It's a new year full of possibilities. I love that so much. 
it's super important to rest. Like you said, you can't pour from an empty cup. So just a reminder that you have to fill your own cup up first and doing whatever that takes, figuring out what that is means to you and what that is and doing it so that you can be there for yourself and be there to fulfill your own dreams and goals. Talking about hopes and dreams, what are your hopes and dreams for 2021, Rajiv? I am kind of a person that doesn't have that many hopes and dreams for 2021 because like, well, Actually, I do. Never mind. You'll probably hear some for sure, <laughs> because one of the things is like I want to make sure that I'm in being intentional about this year, uh, especially since last year was a lot of like survival skills and just, you know, all right, great. I got to grab from here. I got to take from here and make sure that it makes it work. Um, the hopes and dreams that I have, have that I have this year is just that I can be intentional about it. Um, kind of like what we talked about before with like all these sorts of intentions and with resolutions. I think it's also important to like note that you have these hopes and dreams, but don't like feel bad about it if they don't come to pass because hopes and dreams are definitely, you know, the plans of mice and men are really, I forgot the phrase, shoot, <laughs> but that phrase, like they're, they don't go right. <laughs> um, and so it, it just don't feel too bad if your hopes and dreams, which may be a little bit more aspirational or ethereal or uh, less specific than some of the other stuff that we've been talking about don't come to pass. But, you know, that's why I want to be intentional this year, uh, because then I can pay attention to the things that are coming up and I can choose what I want to focus on for this year. What about you, Carly? Yeah, I agree with what you just said. I think it's important to take stock of the past year and you don't necessarily have to set resolutions, but you can definitely, you know, set a mantra or set intentions like we said and just whatever feels right to you so just checking in and seeing what feels right and then checking in and seeing what feels right to hope for and to dream for this year <laughs> like last year whatever we hoped and dreamed for in january of 2020 definitely changed as 2020 evolved and <laughs> unfolded so just you know not being super rigid with it either with your goals for this year and being adaptable and being resilient like i know all of you are that are listening to this I would say there are things to be hopeful for, though, in 2021. I am hopeful that the administration will be changing, that we'll be out with the old and in with the new, and I'm very hopeful for that to happen as soon as possible. I am also hopeful <laughs> that the vaccine is out and it is getting administered into people's arms. So round one is here and people are getting the vaccine, which is very exciting. I didn't know that that would be happening already in January. So that gives me hope too, for now. Definitely. Uh, and thank you, Lee, in the comments. The best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, very similarly, the best laid plans of a podcaster trying to say a phrase often go very awry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think one other thing that you might, that I'm at least hoping for is that in 2020, because people have been very intentional, because we were having to like actually look at each other and recognize the fact that there is actually another human being uh, on the other side of many of our interactions, that the 2021 means that we're just getting into that habit and being a little bit more authentic with the interactions we have with other people or with ourselves or um, authentic in terms of just like the decisions that we make as well. So for example, like authenticity kind of has like a, a sort of negative vibe to it. If you kind of take it into like travel and like international stuff and finding quote unquote authentic things. But 
this is that's not the authenticity that I'm really talking about. I'm talking about just like, are you as a human being being like true to yourself? Or are you trying to like put up an image or put up a front? That's my hope and dream is that people kind of like ignore the fact that they have to have these images or ignore the fact that they really have to have this sort of really just like vibe that they have to have, feel like they have to have, and instead just kind of vibe with themselves and have their own place. I mean, if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that whatever your plans are, (laughs) the world (laughs) does not care and you just got to do you. I mean, there is no better time to figure yourself out, to play around with what feels good, do that self-discovery. And I think that going inwards is really can be a fun journey and you can continue it over into 2021. And I'm hopeful that there will continue to be more self-discovery within yourself, whether that has to do with you on a sober journey or a queer journey or whatever journey you are on to be able to discover what authentic means to you. You first have to discover yourself so that you know what is genuine and just trying on different things, trying on different hats, different pronouns, different you know, identities and seeing, hey, does this feel good? Does this fit? Do I have a safe community in which I can try this on with and just really, really play with it and have a good time? Because I'm all about taking that negative energy that 2020 has left us with and just bursting into 2021 with joy and playing and having fun. Absolutely. I think once one of the other hopes and dreams that I have, kind of similar to being authentic and kind of similar to like figuring out yourself, is that as a result of that, people actually have some personal growth. That would be amazing, where a lot of the introspection, a lot of the things that people have maybe set up for t- from 2020 take, take root in 2021, and like you become maybe a whole new person, or the person you were meant to be, or the person you've been trying to change to be. Like all those sorts of things, whatever that might look like for yourself, just like you are able to grow and change and continue to like evolve throughout this entire year that's that's something that i really really hope for all of you for all of us like uh for everybody yes we are speaking it into existence right now (laughs) you're reminding me of that quote of when you're in a dark place uh that actually you've been planted as a seed and it just it's you're ready Mm. to burst out of the soil and grow and be who you're supposed to be. So I think 2020 was definitely our dark space, but we were a seed this whole time. And kind of back to that mindset that I talked about in a previous episode about how this is our space to kind of, you know, turn from the caterpillar into the beautiful butterfly, but you have to carve that space for yourself. That space is not just going to appear. You have to set boundaries with people. You have to make appointments with yourself on your calendar, like for your goals. Like it could just say like goal time that you set aside for yourself and you know what you're going to be working on during that time because you've already figured out what you what you want to accomplish this year. So just carving out that space, making it super intentional. The goals are not going to achieve themselves, but you have every single tool inside of you and the ability to make it happen. So why not just give yourself that space to just let it flow and let it let it come to you, let it happen, make it happen. So that's what I'm most excited for for 2021. Just this new, fresh space. It's an unwritten book and we get to be the author of every page. To be even more literary and like poetic. <laughs> Uh, if we are kind of in uh, coming out of that dark space, um, much like the untouched snows of January and February, like it may not be until that time frame, like February, March, where you start poking yourself out of the snow 
and starting to grow into whatever it is that you're trying to grow into. Um, so that is at least our hopes and dreams for all of you and for all of us. Um, may that actually come to pass. Uh, but in the meantime, we got to wrap up this episode. <laughs> uh, so make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one as it comes out because we try to launch a new episode every other week. And you can find our podcast on all major platforms and the video podcast lives on twitch.tv and YouTube. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Chicago Queer Sober Social and you can contact us at queersobersocial at gmail.com or leave us a voice message on our anchor page with any questions or stories you'd like to share with us. I also have one special announcement. If you haven't already claimed your ticket to Sober Voices, which is going to be this amazing sober summit online, all virtual, it's February 2nd through the 4th. There's going to be amazing speakers, and I am proudly moderating the LGBTQIA panel, which is going to be about how to find love and sex while you are queer and sober. So obviously a very hot topic. I'm super excited. So if you are interested, we will post the link to get a ticket in our show notes. So definitely check that out. And thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you for listening to the Queer Sober Social Podcast. And always, always remember. You are queer enough. You are sober enough. You are enough.